So Katjana, how should a parent handle telling their kids you know, they've been signed up to get vaxxed to when mm. this is the you know age when kids are sort of like fighting for their own autonomy? Mm. There's a surprise. <laughs> yeah. By the way, we're going to go and have a date with a needle. Um, so <clears throat> it really does depend on their age, right? So obviously trying to explain to a you know younger child, so like a prime, I mean, not that we're vaccinating them now under the program, but you know, any type of vaccine with a younger child, they probably wouldn't understand and they're fixating on the fact that there's a needle in their future, right? Um, so <laughs> what I would do in that regard is to kind of, you know, we've, we've talked about this before, using things like social stories, using YouTube videos, you know, there's a lot of in information and resources online that help make, you know, difficult concepts such as this more palatable to kids, right? So I've even gone so far as to tell kids, you know, it's kind of like what happened to Captain America, because I don't know if you realize Captain America got a bunch of needles as well, um, and that made him super strong. Right. So I've used that as an example with kids as well to try to make them go like, oh, this I can connect with. Right. So for the young. Yeah, the super serum for the younger ones. Right. But if we're dealing with teenagers, it's probably best to be open and honest about it. Right. So the 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 you know the program is now vaccinating you know i believe like upper upper high school aged kids um and so i think the best approach is to tell them that you know this program is running and that you know it is something that we would like to register you for meaning you know mom and dad would like to register you for um and the reasons why right um of course like you know it is it is definitely something you want them to be um in agreement to right mm -hmm. um although i do know some parents who are making it like there's no conversation about it you know we are responsible for you but i think it's always good to have your child feel like he can have a say right we as adults, we might be leaning towards one particular direction and you can reinforce that with them and explain to them why it is that you want them or need them to take this vaccine, uh, the risks and everything that's going on. Uh, but it's always best <clears throat> with anyone to, um, if they are more invested in it and if they believe in it, they'll be more compliant. So that's basically the rule with psychology. So I would take that route. Okay. So what's the best way a parent should handle their kiddo then um, who's adamantly against being vaccinated because you've got 15 16 year olds 14 mm -hmm. year olds who mm -hmm. are like no I'm against it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well I mean at the end of the day you can't hog tie your child and drag them to the vaccine center that would, mm, that would probably raise a few eyebrows if you did they're, um, they're, they're living under my roof <laughs> you see the thing is I think if it was our time we probably would have had that sort of threat hang over yeah. our head <clears throat> but I think that you know we, we want them to walk into the center we want them to not be traumatized by the idea that their rights were taken away so what I would suggest is to if they're adamant they don't want to do it then just plead your case and be like, okay, I respect the fact that you don't want to, but the reason why we want you to do this or the reason why we want to register you is because of A, B, C, D, E, F, G, right? Um, and <clears throat> I think one of the biggest selling points for a lot of the young people that I'm working with who were initially hesitant, because I'm sure we all know that there's been a lot of reports about medical complications and side effects with especially the younger age group, right? Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of them are pretty terrified at the idea of getting vaccinated. But the biggest selling point was that, you know, and I was explaining to them is potentially this vaccine is also something that is uh, going to determine whether people are going to be allowed to travel, right? So this is something that's in a lot of conversation. So I don't think that a lot of them are too fussed about the medical side effects because, you know, they're a lot younger. They don't really think about it in that regard. 
but you know they might not be able to go on holidays or ever again you know they might not be able to go on vacation they might not be able to go back to to school if they're an international student um so there's a lot of that type of effects that i would focus on if it's something that means a little more to them so like you know one conversation i had recently was yeah I, i get it you know but this is what because you know my my client was an international student it's like you know the 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 uh, government of the country where you're going to study at has been very clear that in order for you to enter the country you need to be vaccinated so if you don't want to be vaccinated should we then explore possibly you know removing you from the school and finding something locally I made it seem like I wasn't saying anything negative right you need for them to be able to explore the the options on their own but speak to them based on the facts that you have. So incentivize it um, slightly passive aggressively. <laughs> in a way, in a way, you're just speaking to them based on what they value, which might be, you know, the ability to travel, um, the ability to no longer have to one day, you know, follow all these guidelines and SOPs and be able to have life back in relatively normal, um, things like that, yeah. Well, you know, it's your decision, but... <laughs> What about those that might actually come up with stats on, 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 you know, children who've actually been, uh, had really serious side effects and, Mm. you know, their, their, their fears are legitimate. Like they're like, I'm worried that I'm going to die. Yes, absolutely. And that's kind of the thing, right? At the end of the day, we cannot discredit entirely what they're saying because their fears are valid, right? These are not random things that they've plucked out of the air. These are documented cases. So that's why I don't want to shut them down because to be completely honest, even if one of my clients said that to me, I wouldn't have enough of the facts to tell them whether they were right or wrong. So I would explore it, right? So if they find statistics that talk about the side effects, I would say, okay, you've got a fair point. Let's go find out. So make an appointment with your GP, make your appointment with a medical professional that you trust, go through the literature with them, um, and then see whether it's something that that they're able to explain. So do that for your kids, yeah. What kind of impact, though, would it be uh, having on them if you force them against their will? I think anything, like anything that involves forcing something onto someone, um, you run the risk of there being some pretty traumatic consequences, right? Um, for kids who are scared of needles, you, you, you know, run the risk of them having a very, very bad relationship with, um, you know, needles and the medical profession in general, right? Because they see it as something that, you know, you don't, you're not listening to what I have to say, you're not listening to my fears, you know, and you're in that side. But then also just, you know, if we're dealing with teenagers at an age where, you know, they're they happen to be very um, protective over their voice and over their opinions. Um, and you know, we want to raise a generation that have that confidence in their voice and to ask questions and to do all this. But then at this very crucial juncture, you take the decision away from them and you treat them like as if they don't count or they don't matter. That could do a lot to sort of their self-esteem. It could do a lot to their relationship with you. So that, you know, it's generally not something that we want to force down their throats. We appreciate that it is a very urgent situation and that we want all of our kids to be vaccinated and protected, but we have to still be very, very smart with how we communicate it, even though it's like an emergency situation. So I was going to touch on the point that you brought up, actually, you know, we know that these vaccination centers have, you know, staff who are ready for anything Mm -hmm. and they're used to seeing people um, and and, and, 
obviously kids will be that become those people right uh, mm. who have had sort of uh, fears and worries mm. but you know um from your perspective from a psychological perspective what can mm. parents do when you're dealing with you know other kids on the spectrum needle phobias mm. as you said mm. or might need more help um to deal with the daunting situation of big busy place mm-hmm. needles etc mm-hmm. etc et be prepared right from the date that you get your you know, the day you get your vaccine date you need to start prepping your child right you need to start educating them on what the process will be about literally i mean there are now like lots of step-by-step sort of instructions and tutorials now on social media that show you kind of how to get to your vaccine center where you're going to go run through all of that with them um you know do the social stories and all of that, especially if your child is on the spectrum and maybe just explaining it might be a little bit more challenging. Use social stories. If you're working with a therapist, have your therapist prep your child for this. This is something that's usually part of the menu of things that they prep kids for. Um, But on the day itself, you know, if your child is going to be overwhelmed by the groups of people, if your child is classically very uh, affected by noise and stuff, get headphones, get earphones, let it be something that we kind of work around. So prepare for all of the possible things based on your child's, um, you know, challenges that you know your child's going to find difficult bring a bag of all of the stuff that they would enjoy, bring a, you know, bring a bunch of like toys or books or things that could keep them calm and then speak to the doctors. Cause I know this has been, this has been allowed um, even though they're trying to make sure that it's only one person inside the vaccine area. Um, they do have, what they call calm down rooms. So they do have sections of the vaccine center that are catered for special needs individuals. Speak to the doctor who's uh, you know in charge and then explain to them that you need to be present possibly um, to calm down your child um, and then just take it from there. So be as, you know, treat it like you would a normal doctor's appointment, right? If you were to bring your child to the hospital, you would be prepared anyway. So do the same in this, in this situation. So yeah, I think that's the best thing to do. Okay, cool. Now, you know, one of actually, I've heard this quite a few times from people who've opened up to me about, you know, fellow parents who've sort of been looking at their kids getting vaccinated, right? What do parents need to understand about how kids may feel differently about this vaccine versus, well, you've had a vaccine before, so what's the problem? Mm-mm. Well, I mean, I think it is just the setup itself is already pretty different, right? I mean, before, if you were getting like a flu shot, you'd be doing it in your doctor's office with just you and the family. There's not usually a huge crowd sitting outside. Um, there's not all of these precautions and things like that. And of course, there's also, I guess, not as much if your child is older and on the internet, there's not as much conversation about the hazards of this vaccine. I mean, yes, there's always been conversations about the downside of even just the regular regular vaccinations that kids are on, but there's not as much discussion and fear about the vaccine as it is right now. So if your child's on the internet, they are going to find it, right? Or even if they are in conversations, even if they're in the car and they hear us talking about it, right? It is something that's a little bit different compared to um, what was happening before. So your child will react differently, but I always tell parents, if you don't react differently, they will be more likely to not react differently. So what I mean is if you are going to exude stress and panic and you know, you're freaking out and you're uncomfortable, or even if you're in the exam room and you appear anxious because your child is going to be vaccinated with this, with this you know, vaccine, they're going to pick up on that. 
Right. Yeah. You know, they're going to be like, why are you freaking out? You know, this body language itself. So it's really important for parents to kind of embody a sense of calm and embody a sense of like zenness when you're taking your child for this appointment. So on, if you want. There is on the outside, love, but on the inside, you can be, oh my God. Of course. And I think it's, and I think it's understandable. You know, my youngest sister who's 17 got her vaccine and immediately I was like, you know, it's something that we all think about and we all worry about, but I, you know, portraying that. You go to the complete opposite and say, Look at all the people here. It's like a party. Come on, let's have fun, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, this. if it's something that we can make, not to say enjoyable, but if we make it something that it's a little bit exciting, the kids are going to follow suit. So if we start panicking, they will. It's a vaccine party. (laughs) Think of all the things we'll get to do once we're vaccinated, but yeah. Well, so, okay, going going on to this next point then, I suppose um, some of the biggest concerns I've heard from kids in the block, kids I've spoken to, is the post effects possible mm. effects mm. so they're feeling fine about having the vax but they're just really worried about getting super sick afterwards yes yes and that's something that you know is it really seems to be a hit and miss like some kids are getting really really bad side effects and some kids are not um even adults like i for one had pretty rough side effects whereas other people in my family were completely fine i remember yours you were out yes. for like two days <laughs> like, where is she she's not yeah. replying messages yeah. i was like it was like pretty rough right yeah. um and so you know and and because i was the old i was i was vaccinated with the frontliners so we didn't there was not very many people I could refer to. um, So I didn't know what to expect. But so to kind of take a page out of my book, I would say, you know, so what I've done with every single member of my family who's been vaccinated since is, again, getting them prepared, right? So I stocked up everybody's house with, you know, paracetamol with, you know, with like four, you know, those fever patches, ice packs, um, anti-nausea pills, basically everything that I could think of. Um, We went around and we made little gift packs for everyone with like a little bow. Um, So I dropped it off at all of my family's homes. and then, you know, just basically like happy vaccine day from me and my husband. Um, and but, you know, to do something like that with your kids and have them be kind of like, OK, so, you know, I know you're scared and I know it's something that you're worried about. But truth be told, the human bodies, all human bodies work really, really differently. So we don't know if you're going to get the side effects or if you're not. But let's figure out a way to be prepared just in case you do. So, you know, head over to a pharmacy. If you don't want a lot of pharmacies are doing deliveries now, go online and just kind of click a bunch of stuff you know and if your child's like oh I'm worried about my arm being sore and okay good idea let's get like an ice pack or like a like a muscle cream or whatever that you want and then just kind of make them feel like they're gonna have like a suit of armor in preparation for this war that they're about to have um and you know if they don't have any symptoms then great you know but if they don't at least they feel like they can be prepared for it 